Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day. Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Sports Byline Broadcasting, twitch.tv slash F4W video, and of course, the mightier 1090 AM across all of SoCal. Got a lot of news to get into here today. Ratings are in for yesterday's, Wednesday's edition of AW and NXT. Obviously, things have been weird for several weeks. AW unopposed, NXT unopposed, great numbers. AW breaking a million a week ago. How did things go on Wednesday night? Well, we'll tell you all about it. Pretty impressive ratings, quite frankly. I know some people were disappointed, but the reality is when you go from being unopposed to opposed, things happen. We'll tell you about those here on the show today. We've also got, of course, next week on NXT is the Gauntlet Eliminator. And for reasons I will never understand, except that that's what they do, they announced zero participants for the Gauntlet Eliminator on the USA Network on national television. But yesterday on social media, they began to throw out the names. So we'll tell you the first entrant into the Gauntlet Eliminator. We've also got a lineup thus far for SmackDown coming up tonight. There will be a Samoan street fight featuring two Samoans versus... Two non-Samoans, Baron Corbin and Sheamus. I guess I could be wrong. They could have some Samoan heritage, but I don't think so. That's coming up here tonight. And the return of Sasha Banks. After being destroyed on the program two weeks ago, she is coming back. She will have words here tonight on the show. And in the final segment of today's show, we will be joined by Jay Lethal. Ring of Honor has started their pure tournament. First episode is in the can. Second episode airs this weekend on a lot of different affiliates. Jay Lethal was in the first match against Dalton Castle. We'll talk to him about the show, the tournament, Ring of Honor, and more. It's coming up in the final segment of the show. And we'll be back in a moment to kick it off Wrestling Observer Live. For muscle pain, body aches, to strains, Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast, and you won't stink. 
Its unique formula with emu oil penetrates deep to relieve arthritis pain, sore muscles, joints, and more. Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast and you won't stink. Find Blue Emu at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, and other chains. Or visit blue-emu.com. Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast and you won't stink. Fall is a season that's a little in the middle. It's sort of the best of two seasons. It's no longer a sweaty summer, but the winter chill is still around the corner. And that's the perfect time to feed and seed your lawn with Scott's Turf Builder. Even better than spring. Because the soil is still warm, but the air is getting cool. So your lawn gets the most nutrients in the best combination of temperatures. Feed and seed now with Scott's Turf Builder. And build the best lawn for every season. Scott's, it's good out here. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800 That's 800-403-5912. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Wednesday's AEW Dynamite. 886,000 viewers, down 12.8% from last week, up almost 10% from the last time the show aired, head-to-head with NXT. NXT also up from the previous head-to-head battle, 689,000 viewers, down 17.8% from running unopposed last Tuesday, but up 11% from the last head-to-head week. So both shows, compared to the last time they went head-to-head, they were both up about 10%. No NBA, no NHL, new shows, normal level of audience. I'm sure that won't last long. Dynamite finished third on cable in the 18-49 demo, 0.34 rating. 
down 8% from last week, up 6% from August 12. NXT 8.18 in the demo, 31st on cable, down 15% last week, but up 12% from August 12. Of course, as always, AEW won everything, except people over 50, where NXT had the advantage, although it was closer, 0.32 to 0.36. That was closer there. Maybe maybe Trent's mother is going to help AEW win that over 50 demo. People 18 to 34, AEW huge advantage, 0.24 to NXT's 0.1. AEW beat everything on cable in people 18 to 34. They beat everything on cable in males 18 to 34. And overall, they finished third in 18 to 49 which I'm pretty sure is the all-time highest they have ever finished in the demos. So, quite frankly, going head-to-head again, both of those numbers were good. Both shows were good. Obviously, the news cycle, I mean, some disaster is going to befall us at any time, so they'll be contending with that, I'm sure, before too long. But so far, so good. Uh, Moving back to Wednesday nights. Yeah, not sure what the television competition is for next week, but... 1.575 1.575 million between both are very, very good. I was hoping uh, that this number would be good because they had good shows, and hopefully, again, all depending on what the competition is next week, both shows should be up because I, I would assume that word got out and both shows should be rewarded for the good shows that they put on this week. We'll, we'll have to see, but that's really the, the biggest when it comes to these ratings, I know everybody likes to fight over them. The biggest one for me is actually the overall audience is the one that I always kind of key in on the most. Not to say that the others aren't important for different reasons, but for my own selfish reasons, the overall number and how many people are actually checking out both shows, that's really the most important thing to me. And again, they had good shows last time around. Hopefully the competition isn't so tough this upcoming week so they can both benefit again. So on Wednesday, they announced the Gauntlet Eliminator for the number one contendership to Finn Balor. There's going to be a women's battle royal as well. But two competitors will enter. Every four minutes, another competitor enters. What the hell was that? I'm hearing hearing myself in my my own head. The only way to be eliminated is via pinfall or submission. And the last man standing will become the number one contender. So basically... You can either look at it as Aztec Warfare with five guys or Elimination Chamber with no chamber. That's what we're talking about for next week. They announced this. William Regal says five men. They show footage on the screen of nine men, which last I checked was more than five. I could be wrong with my math. They didn't announce any names on USA Network National Television. But yesterday we got our first name on social media. And that is Kushida. Kushida will be the first entrant. This drives me absolutely crazy. Dude, listen, it's going to take two seconds here to think about this, but I know that they want stuff for social media. And so, like, their idea was, well, we won't announce any names, and then we'll announce one name a day for five days to get people excited about the match. I got a better idea. How about on Wednesday, you actually announce all five names on national television... And then on social media over the next five days, you release a promo from every one of those guys talking about why they want to win the match. There, you've got 
names announced on national television, you promote it on national television, and then for your social media hardcores, you've got new content for them every day. It's not that hard. It's way too pro wrestling. It's like those old uh, localized promos that they got rid of that used to sell people and get people excited and have people of this era going back and going, man, Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, all those guys are great promos. Yeah, imagine if they did something like that. Didn't we have a situation where Zelina Vega got her house busted into uh, by, uh, who was it? Um, uh, oh, God. Somebody broke into Zelina Vega's yes. house. Oh, on Zoom. Actually, on Zoom. And it was yeah, that led to nothing. Something different. Well, and that's the thing was it led to nothing. It was Montez Ford. It was, uh, uh, oh, God. Bianca Belair. Bianca Blair, thank you very much. You know that's how much she's been utilized on TV. I've forgotten her name. Shame on me. Shame on them for not focusing on her more and bringing back people like Molina, which I have. That's a separate subject. But do more things like that. Do utilize social media better. Utilize it for promos. Utilize it for wacky situations like that. Do that. Make sure that you have the names, your superstars. That's what you should be selling on the show and have all of this other stuff come later. You don't have time for gimmicks. You don't have enough eyes on you. You don't have enough people viewing to do dumb, goofy gimmicks right now. Do what you do best, have these people, have their names put out there, and then do the other stuff later on. Make sure people know that Finn Balor is going to be on the show. Make sure you know that whatever your biggest stars are, whoever you're pushing the most, make sure that people know they're going to be there. Everything else comes second. Kushida here tweeted, You may not remember, but ten years ago have passed since I first fought you. The time has finally come. I am merciless. I've removed the limiter. Finn Balor, I'll definitely stand in front of you, see you at TakeOver. To which Finn Balor responded on Twitter, I like you, Kushida. Good luck in the gauntlet. I hope you win so I can beat you again like I did 10 years ago, 9 years ago, 8 years ago, 7 years ago, 6 years ago, etc., etc. Would it have been that hard to film those promos and put them on Twitter as opposed to just tweeting about it? Yeah, but the problem is they've also, you know, actually had stuff like that and good stuff that actually when they have done it right, that has gone up on WWE.com and gone up on people's private Instagrams and Twitters or and they could be used and they're not. <laughs> and for whatever reason, they don't. And that's the other thing, too, is if you're going to do stuff like this, incorporate it back into the show, too. So it gives people a reason to actually, like, you know, keep the cycle going. Oh, they've announced these matches. They announced this person's going to be on the card. You know, and then there's always going to be a good promo. Oh, I want to hear what they have to say, or I want to see what wackiness could happen. Again, they, they get so far away from what they should be doing. It, it just kind of drives me nuts, and I know it drives you nuts. It's coming, uh, well, tonight, actually, SmackDown. We've got AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn tonight. This is a battle that will lead to, I'm sure, a three-way for both of the Intercontinental titles. we got Moment of Bliss with Nikki Cross. I'm sure that's going to go well. Roman Reigns and Jey Uso versus Baron Corbin and Sheamus in a Samoan street fight. Coming right on the heels, by the way, of the street fight that finished off AEW two days earlier. And Sasha Banks will return on this week's show, and she will respond to Bailey. So that's coming up tonight on the SmackDown show. I, I don't know if those two street fights uh, have necessarily anything to do with each other. I don't know if they... If you're going to have a junkyard uh, street fight, if they would have announced that for SmackDown, I would 
I would cringe a little bit more at it, but uh, this is just, you know, <laughs> an easy way for Roman to beat up Jay at the end of it. This person is very skeptical that Kushida will be allowed to remove the limiter. Well, hey, he was he was a way different wrestler on Wednesday. He beat the holy hell out of Austin Theory. He was the greatest. This person here says, Miro on his Twitch stream on Tuesday said he didn't know much about Hangman Page, but he watched the match with Kazarian and said it was, quote, five stars, so good. Funny that he's using Dave's gimmick. I don't know if I'd call it a five-star match, but that was a pretty damn good match. As was the street fight, as was the Thunder Rosa match, as was the Damian Priest match on NXT, as was the tag title match on NXT, as was the opener on NXT. That was not a bad night for wrestling. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877 877- 360-0402. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. 
Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We have got a lot of feedback here. This person notes this next NXT takeover is so rushed it doesn't even have a name. Yeah, this just totally came out of nowhere. I mean, the impression that I got was they didn't want to do a takeover before Survivor Series because NXT is probably going to be in Survivor Series. And they wanted them to be, I guess, exclusive to Survivor Series or something. I don't know. And here we are. We got a random October 4th or whatever the date is takeover with three weeks, actually two weeks build because they're going to figure out who the number one contenders are on next week's show, which means the week after that they'll have a go-home show and then they'll have takeover. Don't look at me. I cannot explain any of this. I've tried. This person here says, Sasha Banks is not on TV via satellite and a neck brace. Then the story is already lost. Well, they haven't said that she's going to be there live. They've merely said that she will make an appearance. I think it's too early even for an appearance. But I guess they really want them to wrestle on the next pay-per-view, so... I guess that's what we're that's what we're doing. Why rush things? It's crazy. That that one's crazy because of the way she went out, because of the reaction that it got. You know, you're just going to build up anticipation more. This thought that like just because she's going to be off for a while. I mean, WWE doesn't realize that usually when they pull people off TV or when somebody gets injured and they go away for a long time, they're more popular than ever when they come back because they're not looking like crap on TV every week, and they're rushing this thing way too fast. And I worry about because of the stupid story, stupid storylines that they usually put together. This one is so easy, and they've been bungling it for so long, and then they were finally on a good stretch with them as a team. And then they go ahead and they rush them. Okay, that Bailey splits. Everything everything fell wrong in Bailey turning. Everything fell wrong with Bailey turning because they wanted people to actually have some sympathy on Sasha, but they never made Bailey look bad enough. Everything about this has been a failure, and Bailey turns and it still is working. And that's what makes me worry about it starting back up so quickly because I don't know if Sasha Banks is going to be out there in a neck brace or on via satellite, which is where she should be. I could see her coming right back out there and going toe-to-toe with her again, and I just think that's silly. Now, again, it's the one of the best things that they have. It might be the second or first best thing on the show, I guess, depending on how you look at Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman right now. But, like, again, I just I'm hoping, you know, against hope that – Everything actually goes really smooth here, and they don't rush everything. They don't have to have a match at Hell in the Cell, even though I know that's what they're leading to. It's just silly because Sasha should get – again, Sasha should lose anyway, but she should really be afflicted going into that. And I don't know. I just think it's this whole thing is – we'll see how it goes, but I think it's crazy to rush it. All right. Well, this person says – have you seen the video of Ivelisse seemingly not cooperating with Rosa in the match on Dynamite this week? I didn't notice during the show, but watching the video back, it looks very obvious. 
listen, when I watched the match, the first couple minutes of the match, they had a very choreographed opening sequence. And it was slow, and it looked like somebody forgot something, and it wasn't smooth. But other than that, I did not notice anything watching the match. Next thing I know, there's this story that they were shooting or something. So I asked multiple people in AEW. Nobody had any idea what this story was all about. They did their match. They went backstage. There was zero issue. They're being booked together. Neither of them are under contract with AEW. You're telling me that they, they were shooting in the ring, and then the decision is, well, we're going to bring you back next week and put you in another match together. I'm 99.9999999999% certain there was no shooting in that match. Nobody knew anything about it. And in fact, one person told me that they put those spots in there because of Thunder Rose's MMA background, and I think Eva Lee's trained, and they were spots. So, no, there was no shoot in the ring on the Dynamite show this past Wednesday night. This person here says, Any idea why Joey Janela was banned from YouTube? Dude, if I followed social media as closely as I should, maybe I could answer these questions, but I, I, I don't know. This person here says, not to get political, but how much does Biden beating Trump affect the WWE and Vince? Well, I I would suspect not much, but you never know. But I would I would suspect I mean obviously Linda will be out of power, but I don't think that you're gonna see like massive changes within WWE. Well, I mean estate tax, you know, things of that nature, sure. I mean, I guess from a, a corporate point of view it will affect them that way from a wealth point of view when it comes to taxes or other things then yeah maybe but as far as the product goes unless andrew yang is going to be instilled as the department of labor head and he wants to start taking a, a real hard look at, at independent contractors and wants to crack open that box i mean I, I don't know really how much else it can really affect anything i mean how much did it affect the product over the last how many years? I mean, that's one thing they usually have tried to stay away from other than Linda's Senate run where they did the flashback scene and, and some other times. Oh, my God. This person here says Sasha Banks was already on the bump last week, Brian, and she was fine and not selling it. Well, we'll see what they do tonight. We'll see what they do tonight. Dumb. Do you think that WWE times Sasha Banks' face turn to take place at the same time Mandalorian Season 2 was announced? A call made by Disney, maybe. I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. I mean, if they normally did injury angles where people weren't really injured and they kept them out of action for like two months and set up a big return, I'd say maybe. But this is par for the course. Like, look at how quickly Rey Mysterio returned from having his eyeball yanked uh, out of yeah. his skull. I mean, this stuff happens all the time. So, no, I don't I don't think that this was time for that reason. Plus, if you're going to time it, time it for when the show's about to come out, not just when it's announced. This person here says, Thank you so much for the Arcade documentary recommendation. My question now, what is his overall legacy? Do you think that he redeemed himself, and should he do a one-off on TV as a full-circle thing? Here's the thing with David Arquette. Like, if you follow WWE or WCW closely when Arquette became the champion, I mean, Arquette's really hung up on on his legacy and how fans hated him and, and this and that and the other thing. And God bless the guy, but, I mean, that wasn't true. 
Nobody held this against David Arquette. Everybody held it against WCW. In fact, I think most people that followed pretty closely know that, A, David Arquette didn't want to be the champion. He argued against it. He tried to make him not make him the champion. And then, even though they made him the champion, like all of the money that he made, he donated to, if I recall correctly, like Owen Hart's family, and there was one other donation that, I, that, that he made as well. So, like, he just gave all of his money back to people in the wrestling business that had had tragedies. Nobody held this against David Arquette. Nobody thought this was his fault. They thought it was a dumb idea that WCW did, and he just happened to be the recipient. But I don't, I don't know if, like, really in his mind he believes that people hated him, but I don't think anybody hated David Arquette. David Arquette was just really a big wrestling fan, and he was such a big wrestling fan, he didn't want to be the symbol of everything that's wrong with pro wrestling. And one of the things that was wrong with pro wrestling was the way that WCW ate itself, you know, and he is the, you know, putting asses in seats, ready to rumble. David Arquette is the world heavyweight champion. That was, I'm sure, in his mind, a black mark. And look how people reacted. You know, imagine if something like that were to happen now. I guess in now it wouldn't, it wouldn't have as much of an impact. But if, if social media was what it was then, I mean, I can imagine what David Arquette would have had to hear and just for doing his job and just for being a fan and wanting to be involved in the business and trying to get a movie. That was the thing. As, as crappy as that movie was, it was a movie they tried to bring WCW to, like, the big stage. I mean... As a wrestling fan, I mean, he was all about it. And he obviously was stung by all of the criticism and everything else and wanted to redeem himself in his own eyes. And I'm sure, you know, I, I'm sure it doesn't weigh on him every night or anything like that. I'm sure part of it is using that background and using those emotions that he felt as a way to sell this documentary and to sell his independent wrestling appearances. But Hey, I mean, look what he did with, with Nick Gage and GCW when they were out there and all of the stuff he did that people didn't know about showing up as with a luchador mask on and training and doing all that sort of stuff. I mean, Hey, I, David Arquette's story to me in his legacy is going to be one of a wrestling fan that was able to get in there and actually be a part of the action and actually gave wrestling more than what it gives other people and what other people have given wrestling. I mean, guys like David Arquette, the Kevin Greens of the world, those people that really were at their core fans more than anything, I mean, they're better than any celebrity that comes along and, and happens to score just because they're a big name. So I'm probably I'm probably jinxing myself right here, but that's what I do. I believe in the next segment, Jay Lethal will be in beautiful HD here joining us on the program. Our our first guest ever on video. So if you're watching along at uh, twitch.tv slash F4W video or our replay on our members feed, video.f4wonline.com, we'll have video of Jay Lethal. I actually have video for my wife's podcasts, but not my own. We're going to try and change that here today. And by the way, it was Brian Pillman's widow was the other person that Arquette donated all of that money to. So, no, I don't think anybody hated David Arquette. Maybe somebody. Back in a moment, everybody. It's over live.
And now today's rust-eating tip of the day, presented by Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tire rotation until you have a rusted-on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2x4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Free All. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. And now today's Real Ketones Good Health Tip. Beginning your low-carb lifestyle, just start simple. Number one, pick protein. Chicken, beef, pork, turkey, seafood, and eggs. Number two, pick low-carb veggies, cauliflower, broccoli, zucchini, cucumbers, etc. Number three, add good fats, butter, cheese, bacon, avocado, and nuts. It's that simple. And now a word from Real Ketones Keto Energy Shots. If you knew there was an energy shot that also helped you lose weight, would you try it? Real Ketones Keto Energy Shots give you sustained energy without the sugar jitters or crash. That's why Keto Energy Shots constantly get five-star reviews. The secret is our patented all-natural ingredient, DBHB. This powerful ingredient revs up your metabolism and turns your body into a fat-burning machine in only minutes. Feel energized while shredding unwanted pounds. Pull into a CVS now and look for keto energy shots in the weight loss aisle or go to realketones.com football basketball and baseball are all back and that means it's time to get your bets down there's only one five-star sports book and that's betus.com you need a sports book that offers everything including live betting mma golf horses esports and entertainment nobody in the industry gives bigger bonuses than betus nobody beats 25 years in the biz the best bonuses and the most sports call today 1-800-MY-BETUS that's 1-800-MY-BETUS and they'll walk you through getting started you are listening to wrestling observer live with brian alvarez and mike sempervivi on the sports byline broadcasting network again the show brian alvarez here wrestling observer live mike sempervivi also wrestlingobserver.com and yes we have in fact moved into the year 2020 which is not always a good thing but Jay Lethal here joining us. Beautiful HD from his palatial estate. How's it going, Jay? It's going great. And uh, speaking of 2020, not to start off uh, on a sad note, you know, there was a point there where I thought uh, wrestling in 2020 was going to go bye-bye. It was terrifying. I don't know about you or what your thoughts were on it, but, yeah, I thought for a second this could be the end of wrestling for a little while. Well, you know, when we when everything first shut down, 
which was very early here. It was like March it first shut down here. But uh, And then wrestling started going on hold. I did a deal where if you were an indie worker who wasn't getting any bookings, I was just opening up slots on this show for you to come on and, and sell your shirts or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I, I told my producer, we'll do this for the next 30 days. And then, like, about, you know, a couple of weeks in, I was like, okay, let's extend it to 60 days. I just figured, you know, it, it's going to be a while. Right. But I, and, and then all of these shows start rescheduling for the fall. And you're thinking, okay, well, hopefully by the fall. Now here we are at September, and there are shows running, but, I mean, dude, it's going to be a while, it's looking like yeah. here. Yeah. So how much time did you take off? Like, how many, how many months were you not doing anything? Uh, I think about five, right? Um, the, so the last show I had before um, we filmed the Pure Tournament was in February. So, yeah, since February. I mean, that doesn't mean I was out of the ring completely. I have a school here in Tampa, so I have access to a ring, unlike some of the guys. But, yeah, I, haven't, I hadn't had a show since February. Jay, you had all this stuff set up, you know, the pure title tournament. There were all of these things being set up for the year, both going into WrestleMania weekend and then out of that. A lot of plans that Ring of Honor had that we're going to see hopefully come to fruition now. But what did they tell you? What did ROH tell you? What did, did anything come down from Sinclair? When things started to, to close up, what were you told and how much were you guys let in on as far as what the plans were going to be and how they were going to take care of you or not take care of you. So when we got to um, Las Vegas for our uh, pay-per-view, some people had made it into Vegas before getting a call saying that there were no shows. Some people got the call before they boarded their flight. I came into Vegas early, so I, I didn't get that call in time. Although part of me believes that even if I got the call, I still would have gone to Vegas because I love Vegas. Um, so the show didn't happen. We all go home and everybody's kind of in this state of what's going on. Like, how, how long is this going to happen for? So about a week or so later, we all, they had called a Zoom call, a Zoom meeting with everybody on the roster. Um, and at the time, I think WWE was still running shows, but no people in the arena. There might have been one or two other shows with nobody in the crowd. And uh, pretty much the owner, Joe Coff, he pretty much said, in the Zoom call, I'm not a big fan of the no arena matches. I mean, it's wrestling, sure, but I'm not the biggest fan of them. And he goes, I'd rather keep my guys safe. I don't want any of my guys in the airports right now. I don't want my wrestlers in hotels during this pandemic, so just stay home. I mean, he's literally saying, we're going to keep paying you. Just stay home and be safe until we can get back to normal. Um, the crazy thing is... Uh, <laughs> everybody's like, yeah, what a cool boss. But deep down inside, if we can't wrestle, what? I mean, that's all some of us have, especially myself. If I can't wrestle, it's like I can't live, I can't breathe. I, I put all my eggs in the wrestling basket, uh, and I got no backup. So I needed to wrestle. And I think um, Joe felt that a lot of us really did want to wrestle. So then they put out this anonymous um, email where you could respond anonymously, This some kind of form you fill out. And uh, pretty much said, hey, I think you guys want to wrestle. That's the vibe I was getting. Is that true? If we had shows, would you want to fly? And I'm pretty sure everybody said, yeah. I mean, we'll fly tomorrow if you ask us. 
Um, and I, I'm pretty sure that's why we had this show so soon. If it wasn't for that, I think we would have eventually had these shows, but much later. You know, something that, that Dave actually first brought up to me a few months ago was, I can't remember what match we were watching, but it was it was a technical wrestling match. Probably something from New Japan or something like that. And he said, you know what, when when you do a technical wrestling match, as opposed to like a traditional match where you're playing to the crowd and you know, listening for reactions and everything like that. Those kind of matches don't work in a pandemic, but the technical wrestling matches, they work a lot better with no fans because they're not reliant on fans. It would be like, you know, years ago when we used to watch Ultimate Fighter, and and those were all not fully empty arena, but there were no fans. There were just corners and everything like that. And it never hurt the enjoyment of the show because you're just watching two people fight. They're not playing to the audience or anything like that. So it is interesting that the first show back that you guys do, it's the pure title tournament. It's all wrestling. No well, shenanigans, I, 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 run-ins, etc. I, I, well, you're right about the way the pure wrestling works with no crowds. But I, I think one thing that really, really helped is, and I'm seeing these for the first, a lot of us are seeing these for the first time, just like you guys uh, and just like the fans, these amazing video packages the way it's set up, it really gets you in the mindset, okay, you're not going to see the traditional crash course style of wrestling with the high flying and the jumping over the ropes, which I love that style of wrestling. But uh, it was it really did something cool and special to you. This video really put you in the mindset, okay, we're going to watch these athletes wrestle. There's going to be chain wrestling and pure wrestling skill. I mean, that video package really set the stage, and I, I think that's why. That's just my opinion why I think it did so well. Um, it really, man, those videos were done amazing. I mean, and like I said, we didn't see those videos. We're, as wrestlers, we're watching those videos come out for the first time, and we're seeing them for the first time just like you guys are. And, uh, yeah, what a, man, it just does a great job of setting it up, man. So good. So no so spoilers, good. obviously, but like when when they approached you and everyone else in the tournament, I do you know how far you're going in this tournament, or do they just tell you like right before the match starts? Uh, some of us found out ahead of time, and some of us didn't, and we kind of figured that the the, the ones who didn't maybe weren't going as far. Uh, and one one part too. You know, at these shows, normally you can, after or before your match, you can watch the match in the ring before you. Sure. Um, as a wrestler, you need to watch that match before you because it'll tell you what you need to do to top it. Um, and that, we couldn't we couldn't do that. That wasn't available to us. They usher you into this room. It's just you and your opponent. Then you got to get out and they disinfect it. You can't come back in there. And after your match, they whisk you to a different room. You get dressed and then you're shuttled back to the hotel and you can't leave your room so we didn't even get to see the matches. So when the shows air, we're as wrestlers, we're all watching the whole show for the first time. These amazing video packages. I'm getting to watch these matches. I wish that I saw them at the building, but I didn't. I'm really looking forward to see Rocky's match too. Um, so yeah, I, I, we're all watching these shows as it happens, just like you guys are, because we we weren't told much. So the reason I ask is, I mean, did you and Dalton both know who was winning when you did those those videos? Talking about the match? Um, yeah. Ah, okay, yeah, sorry. The the show was taped first, and then the video, uh, we, we had a promo day on the second day. I see, okay. We, we didn't, we didn't, we weren't in the same room for the promos, obviously, but we promo day was on the second day. The reason I ask this question is, 
the first promo video that I saw was yours. Okay. It was so good. Oh. And when it was over, I was like, there's no way Jay's losing this match. <laughs> so then Dalton comes on screen. And, like, his promo was so good that I was like, there's no way Dalton's losing this match. And so I watched. I had no idea who was winning. And I watched the match. And uh, it's already aired, so we could say. But, I mean, you won the match. But, I mean, he was so convincing in his promo about no one takes me seriously anymore. I've got to pr- prove I'm still a bad man. And I've had these. And it's like, this guy can't lose. He just can't. But then, of I- course, he went in and lost. Because it's a pure tournament, there will be winners and losers, and some people's hearts will be broken. <laughs> See, I saw Dalton. I saw Dalton's video first before I saw mine, and when I remember seeing his, and I was like, "Oh my god, this video is incredible! I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see mine. This is so cool." And then, like, I was searching, I couldn't find it. Then someone sent me the link, and was like, "Oh, here you go. You can tweet this out or whatever." Then I watched it, and I, I just fell in love with it. I, I said, could you imagine, even after this tournament's over, depending on how wrestling is, with the, the way these promos are filmed, you get to learn about each wrestler, even if there's not much you know about them. Could you imagine doing the same thing with, like, the tag team division or the women's division? For women, I mean, when have you ever seen promos like that for women? Like, I mean, the sky's the limit on the way we could – the things we could do with the way they've shot all this stuff, I think. Yeah, you know, all these desperate situations because of COVID have brought some good stuff. You know, AEW running Daly's Place Outside has been a really cool visual. Uh, New Japan with Lions Break, and now with uh, doing Lions Break Crown is something that I hope they actually hold on to. And now with Ring of Honor, with with this type of style, I mean, it's kind of their own unique throwback to you what Joe Coff was probably very used to way back in the day when you'd watch WTBS and they'd have the PWI uh, sit-down scouting report and they'd have these Les Thatcher personality profiles on guys. I mean, from what you've seen in the, the pandemic era of some of the stuff that's out there, I mean, obviously you want to hold on to this. Are there some right. other things that have come up where it's like, hey, this is stuff that we need to incorporate back in when times are smooth again? What was that? That last part? I'm sorry, you skipped a little bit. Uh, when when things are smooth again, what are some things that you want to see from this era, like these interviews? Oh. You want to see this kind of hold on? And, and have you seen some things that have come from desperate situations that you'd like to see meld back in when things are normal again? Well, definitely these interviews. I mean, the, the title matches, they already have this high status. But the lower card matches, I mean, could you imagine these? I hope it wouldn't, no one would get sick of them. But could you imagine these promo videos for almost every match it'd make almost every match feel so special and like i don't know how many times you can do that before people get sick of them um but i i'm all for doing it uh until they get sick of it i I definitely think this is something that we we need to keep doing uh, well you actually probably don't know the answer to this and it's kind of the same question but i mean i was told you know like a month ago that nobody is doing what we're doing for this pure tournament in wrestling and at the time, it was like, how could someone be doing something that nobody else is doing? But when you watch it, nobody is doing this. And the feedback that I got from the first show is like, ROH needs to just like do this forever. Like this is, this, people really seem to like this. So do you know anything? I mean, is this the future direction or is it just only for this pure title tournament? I have no idea. I, my fingers are crossed that this, at least something along the lines of this is going to continue forever because 
I, like I said, and I'm watching all this stuff for the first time because I haven't seen any of the shows. We've seen none of the video packages being made. So, I mean, I'm, I'm becoming a fan of the place that I work even more so now. Um, so I, I hope this continues, but no, we, I, I don't know. Um, we weren't told much of anything. And I think it's also cool, too. Uh, there are no secrets in wrestling, but yet no one seems to know who has won this tournament yet, which is, I think, I've heard no cool. spoilers. <laughs> but I, Nothing. See, I think we'll, we'll blame it on the, the state of wrestling and the COVID and such, but I think that's cool, too, that no one has seen a spoiler or anything yet. Now, you've, the, so the whole tournament's already been taped. I mean, have they given you a future date for the next set of tapings? And we got like 10 seconds, but just yes or no, yeah, do you I, know? I, yeah, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I, think we're, I think we're taping next month, I think. Okay, well, stand by. Back in a moment with more, everybody. Observer Live. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. 
Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409 That's 800-709-4409 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Jay Lethal joining us here today. Final segment of the show, we got about 90 seconds. Let's get some plugs in. Ring of Honor TV coming up this weekend all over the place. Many different ways to watch, as well as your own social media, etc. Yeah, uh, you can go to ROHWrestling.com. Um, Ring of Honor's Twitter is Ring of Honor, the at Ring of Honor symbol. Those are the main two. Um, when you go to the website, you can sign up and join the Honor Club, and that, that's pretty much it. And my Twitter name is at the Lethal J, but I'm sure everybody knows that. I'm going to be the company man. I'm going to be the do the right thing for ROH and uh, just plug their stuff. So ROHWrestling.com. Uh, and you don't want to miss this tournament. I'm watching it and becoming a fan, even more of a fan uh, of Ring of Honor than I was before. It really reminds me of the old Ring of Honor when I first got here. It was actually awesome because they did the big video package of your first pure title reign. And it's like, oh, man, look at Jay. This young feller here with this pure <laughs> title 15 <laughs> years like ago. 19 years ago. I don't know how much time we have, but I, I used to play this game with Samoa Joe. He's so good at amateur wrestling um at 19 years old he became my friend took me under his wing and i would try to submit him in the locker room and there were times where he'd be planning his match with someone else and i would go and lock on a choke or and he would always end up countering it and turning it in and making me tap out but yeah I, i i had so much fun so much fun growing up around these legends well listen i want to thank you so much for doing the show today it was great check out Ring of Honor, ROHWrestling.com. There's all sorts of information there about the show, where you can watch it, different ways to watch it, Honor Club, and more. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live.